Hello, sweaty fam. Welcome to the Fit Well Teal podcast, where we talk about fitness and wellness and everything in between. Let's get into this episode. Hello, everyone. Today is November 14th, and I feel winter is here. <laughs> so it's the year end, and we only have one and a half months to go for 2022. Ah, <laughs> uh, glorious 2022. And I wanted to share. My fitness and wellness philosophy. So when I started my fitness wellness journey three years ago, which was September 2019, ever since I was in the movement consistently, continuously, and I tried different sports, different movements. It was my pure joy to learn new movements and master new movements. And still, yes, I'm learning a lot. Throughout those three years, my philosophy on my fitness wellness journey has been changed a lot based on my experiments, based on my testing out, based on my experiences, based on my lessons, based on my mistakes that I've made. I would love to share what has been changed over the last three years. So when I first started my fitness wellness journey, I started with yoga. And back then, of course, obviously, why I started my fitness journey and wellness journey was because I wanted to look better. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to, yeah, feel better and look better, just like everyone else, right? So that was my pure intention, and also how I started my running journey as well. Oh, I want to lose some pound. I want to lose some weight. I want to look better. So everything was the pure intention when I started it was because of the weight, because of the look. So everything was based on just number. What's the number on the scale? How I look? That was back then. Uh, three years ago, and also my running journey as well. Just for the look, oh, I want to shed some pound. I want to lose some weight. That's why. However, throughout 2022, my perspectives has been shifted. Health and wellness. What I mean by that is that yes, movement is very great. Exercise and workout is very excellent. Great. Yeah, movement is medicine. However, if you neglect good diet, good food. Good digestion, gut health, and also uh, hormonal balance. Yes, your digestive system, and also that affects your mood, your ability, and your performance as well. Those are more of overall health and wellness. So my focus and my perspectives on why I'm doing this, why I'm in my own fitness wellness journey, has been shifted from just purely oh I want to lose some weight or I want to look better. Less doesn't mean better, but Yeah, back then I thought like that, so that's my outdated, very old-fashioned way of thinking. However, current perspectives and how I how I move my body and why I move my body, its main focus is more toward wellness and health, and that should be the main purpose and the main reason why we work out, right? To be healthy, that we have good hormonal balance, that we have good mood, that we have good mobility, that we have healthy gut. That's more of eighty percent of. Food that we consume, the the food that we have, right? So it's more of good habit. Um, and yeah, we can't be always perfect, and we can always go for like clean food, hundred percent, because there can be birthday party, there can be earring party. Like party doesn't necessarily mean like clean, clean, you know, healthy, healthy food all the time. There's some comfort food. There's like fun food as well. So considering those like community and and life events, I think. 80% healthy, clean diet, and 20% those events, fun food. I think that makes more sense to me. 
because we are not going to isolate ourselves from attending those events and mingling with community and with friends and families and relatives, right? So I think sustainability of our fitness wellness journey, I think that's more of long-term approach. That's one thing that my mindset and perspectives toward um, fitness wellness has been changed from the look toward holistic, healthy and well-being and wellness way. Number two is that intensity of the workout. Holistically, I listen to my body, how I feel, what's my fatigue level and what's my sleep level like and what was my nutrition level like. Now I have like better clear picture after I started my running journey because there's a rule, rule of thumb. 80% easy run aerobic base to increase the mitochondria and 20% go hard threshold and VO2 max and also like all out max effort so that you have that strides workout done and also like you have that very very fast speed workout done my philosophy when it comes to intensity of the workout of course depending on the types of workout that you're going to do it's different but I would say there should be, from my perspective, based on my workout, different workouts and various workouts, including strength workout, boot camp, barbell, dumbbell, pilates bar, yoga. So I would say there should be low intensity and high intensity, and there should be mid intensity as well. So if you did some very intense workout, which can be hit workout, high intensity, then the following day can be either mid intensity or low intensity, depending on your body condition. So there should be always like, high mid low intensity and you should figure out well and depending on your experiences you should be able to figure out how to adjust your intensity of the workout and also i thought about the the time of the workout some people think that oh i woke up at 4 a.m or 3 30 a.m and then i smashed my workout oh i got up early and then i did it okay that works for you and that was my actually schedule not workout, but like my get up time for my meditation and yeah, for my spiritual well-being and everything for me, that was like Q1 and Q2. And because I did running high intensity workout during summertime, July, end of July, August, the whole month and almost the month of September as well, because that intensity of the workout was high and the volume of the workout was high, I needed more sleep. I needed that extra sleep in the morning. So that didn't work out 4 a.m. because I ran more than one time throughout the day. So sometimes two times, sometimes three times. And also I incorporated other various workouts uh, throughout the day as well. So that for me was at least, yeah, four hours of workout minimum. So yeah, anyway, time of the workout also depends on your volume of the workout and intensity of the workout and your lifestyle and schedules and everything. So earlier, the better doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that it's better. Some people, for some people, because of their schedule and because of their their training schedule, that works better for them. But for some people, for example, in my summertime schedule, because of the high volume of my workout and my intensity of workout, I needed that extra sleep for recovery, better recovery and more um, for performance and productivity. So it didn't work out for me. It didn't make sense. For me as well, during winter time, my main focus is to move my body. Yes. However, I want my sun. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense for me to smash my workout at 4 a.m. when there is no sun. When my main focus is to have that... Uh, sun for my good hormonal balance and my mood throughout the day if I go for a run outside it will be during lunchtime because 
it's higher chance for me to get the sun while I'm running, right? So because that's my focus, right? So yeah, so the time of the workout can be different and it doesn't have to be consistent, consistent. Of course, like everyone has different style and different schedules. So whatever that works better for you, that's going to be your time of the workout. But that doesn't mean that certain time set is better. No. So it always changes throughout the year for me because of the weather changes and because of the different workout that I'm practicing, that I'm firming. So the volume of the workout throughout the season is different when there's like on season when it comes to work workload and when it comes to high load of workout or a high intensity of the workout there should be off season as well after that on on season right so every season is different every month is different every quarter is different for me so it doesn't mean that i have less valuable training schedule or training cycle because it's not like always the same routine consistent but this is my training schedule and this is my training season that works better for me that works best for me right so based on my experiments based on my my practices based on my training for the last th three years right so yeah i think the best is to experiment your body and also try different type of workout and feel the intensity of the workout and how your body respond to those types of workout and also try it out throughout the different season of the workout different season throughout the year and also different time throughout the day so that you know what works best for you and i think that will be your training plan for you and yeah another different perspective and mindset past versus current is that higher volume necessarily mean that it's better doesn't mean it's superior it doesn't mean that this is supreme or superior no it just you're in that season so you're go for that high load of your workout so yeah that doesn't mean that it's better sometimes considering on your life schedules considering on your life matters and family matters less is more for you to calm your nervous system to take care of more of your gut health to take care of your hormonal balance like health and wellness focused and yeah so it all different so more the better it's not true you got to see the big picture and yeah choose your own battle choose your own game would you like to choose more workouts for your own fun project are you in the season that less is more are you in that season that you need to take care of your health and wellness more so it depends right so it's all about why you're doing that and it's all about the big picture what is priority for you and what works better for you I just want to remind you all that all body types are beautiful. Maybe there's some area that you can improve to have better habits, to have better food choices, or to move your body more often. However, I see and I view all body types are beautiful and there should not be any bias toward the body types and the size of the body first of all and second of all yeah we are all equal whether you run fast or whether you run slower or whether you're tall short muscular not muscular you have folded fat jiggly fat or whether you're super shredded where your worth is not based on those things and it doesn't mean that someone is 
more superior, all equal. We are all worthy. We are all beautiful. All body types are beautiful. And the judgment by the book, that's very outdated way of thinking. And that's very biased. So I hope that the reason why I bring this up is to create that inclusiveness and the inclusive environment. Yeah, I appreciate all body types and all types of different people with different background, different body types. And you guys are all beautiful, no matter what. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but yeah, regardless of that look that society is very heavily focused on, you all are beautiful and you all are worthy and you all are chosen and you are all love. That's the, the message that I wanted to share and that's the voice that I want to share with you all. And thank you so much for following this podcast and this episode and taking your time to listen to this episode. Thank you. Have a wonderful week ahead. Lastly, let's value others above ourselves because that's real love. Thank you for listening to the FitWell Teal podcast. Follow us on Instagram at fitwell.teal. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave us a rating and review. This really helps this podcast get more listeners and great guests on the show. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Fit Well TO podcast. Thank you.